Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. So, it's the big week. You're moving. I was literally about to say, welcome to packing hell. That's how I was going to start the podcast today. Yeah, it's happening. We're moving. Um, We are packing up the house today and we're moving tomorrow and all the all the packers have arrived like it's all it's just yeah it's it, you know what it's like you think it's I never do. going to get done and yeah. we had an absolute horror scene in the garage when we opened up the doors and we found that the mice had just eaten through absolutely everything that wasn't in boxes like sealed oh boxes so like clothes that I was going to take down to the charity just like and they just pooed every like it was just We've said mice Nightmare. poo in the first um, 42 seconds of this podcast. But. <laughs> I mean, that's new. That's new for us, actually, isn't it? I mean, no. Do you know what? I absolutely feel your pain because when we moved after, you know, we've moved like numerous times, but yeah. not with two children and yeah. all of the stuff that comes with that. Yeah. It's just, a, have you got, have you got like loads of childcare for the next like week or so? Yeah, I mean, they're going to be at school and Lucy, who's obviously amazing, who looks after them, is taking them off tomorrow and just, yeah, so it's going to be absolutely fine. I just, I can't believe it's going to be happening until it's, we're actually there the other side. But we went to see the house on Saturday and it just looks so beautiful. It's going to be, I mean, it needs, it's a bit like a tired old lady who needs a load of Botox. (laughs) Like all of us, like Like all all of us. us. (laughs) And a spray tan and a blow dry and, you know, everything else. But yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. How are you? I'm fine. I'm good. I'm recovering. I felt like I was you. We had role reversal at the weekend. Yeah, right. You was baking cakes and I had a two-day hangover. I had um I went out with my friends on Saturday afternoon into the evening. That was fun. You went to but Bagatelle. On- Bagatelle, yeah. For those of you who don't know, it's a restaurant in London and it's really odd. It's like going, you know when you go into the cinema in the day and it's dark and then you come out and you're like, oh God, it's, what? what's happening there? It's not nighttime. It's like you go into Bagatelle thinking you're going for lunch, but then they turn the lights off. Oh, wow. And, play, and there's a DJ and they play really loud music and you're like, oh, right, okay. I've just, just come from the drunk. daylight and now I'm here. Oh my, I mean, it was, I, I don't know what to say. It was very, Were you very sick? messy. No, I, oh, well I, I done, actually, George. no, I know. Isn't that good? 
but I had been drinking on Friday as well so I think that helped so I think really I never really like I was never sober you never said you know I mean? yeah, no because up. I stopped drinking on Friday night say midnight and then I started drinking again at one o'clock on Saturday so never really had a chance to leave my body so yeah so well done I'm just surviving today, I'd say. I was baking cupcakes. I know. Actually, what? when you were being really hungover. Although I was absolutely devastated because someone sent us a message on Instagram going, um, I-, I prefer the Ibiza Zoe that goes out and gets shit faced all the time, <laughs> not the one that bakes cupcakes. I had to jump on story straight away to be like, hey, 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 hang on. She's still in there. All right. She's just she's just trying to do something nice with her kids. But listen, I'll still go still out fun. and get all messed up. Thanks. <laughs> I'm yeah. still fun. I'm still fun. <laughs> I'm a fun guy. And yeah, that's over now, isn't it? We can go back to our roles. I'll go yep. back to putting my pajamas on at eight o'clock yep. and drinking chamomile tea in bed. And so you can go back to dancing on the tables, pretending you're in Ibiza. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. All is right in the world again. <laughs> Thank God. Um, now we need to get into today's chat. It's a really lovely conversation today with a dad. We haven't had a dad on the podcast for a really long time. And I think Georgia and I um, always love hearing people's kind of views and opinions on how the world works. And I think this particular dad, uh, husband, um, he's got some really amazing views on like relationships and how to talk to women and how women should talk to men and how he should parent and how the the world kind of sees dads it was just a really fascinating conversation wasn't it yeah I mean I think it's a conversation we've wanted to have for a long time because you know there's been various times when you know James has had to pick up more childcare, Doz has had to pick up more childcare, and it isn't as easy and as straightforward as that always. And sometimes, you know, you can get sick of doing your jobs all the time. And then they can also equally get sick of doing their jobs. And actually, just listening to how other people run their houses and their lives is fascinating. And he actually really made it sound easy. Yeah, he did. Communication is key. Um, So I think, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, We've had his wife on the podcast only about a month ago. So, George, who are we chatting to today? (laughs) Today, we are chatting to Max Rogers. Joining us on the podcast today, I have a feeling this is going to be a very amusing chat. Um, I asked um, Max, who we're talking to today, what he would like to be introduced as. And he said, a model with his side hustles. So we're going for it. Max has done some telly. Uh, He is a Pilates instructor. He uh, has a construction company. So basically, if you would like an outside bar built at your house, this is the guy to do it. He is the other half of one of the Pussycat Dolls who's also been on the podcast, Kimberly Wyatt. Today, we are chatting to father of three. It's Max Rogers. Yay! Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> How are you? I'm all right, thank you. The, the, the baby's napping, the other two are at school, so these are the good times, right? I mean, <laughs> you are basically... Um, I know I've, I've known you for a very long time. We actually met at a wedding in Ibiza, but basically you are the most um, amazing father, totally hands-on. You basically run the show. Like, I've seen you in the park before operating with your three kids and you just you just boss Thank it, you. right? And I would say this to, to, to a mother as well, but I think there is something incredibly amazing and kind of very forward about the fact that you just you just run at it hands-on. Thank you. Yeah, do you love it? Yeah, um, no, not really, actually. <laughs> Thank you for being honest. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, listen, it, I, I do love it. Of course I love it. And um, it, there, there, there are days when I really enjoy myself and there are days where I 
long for a little bit of space for myself. Um, but in general, you don't, I, I, I try not to think too much about anything, to be honest. Just, yeah. just you know, you've got to get through this day and the next day and that's how life goes on. And and we can't get too, I, I try not to get too precious about what, what you might otherwise be doing and try and focus on how good what, that you know, the enjoyment of the day you currently have. So, yeah, the answer is yes, but I don't really think about it, to be honest, sorry. Yeah. Like, you get too bogged down in stuff otherwise. Yeah. Don't think yeah. about it, just do it. Yeah. Before you decided to have kids and became a dad, did you picture yourself being really hands-on? Is that something you always wanted to do or is it something that's just happened? Yeah, I think so. I, I Yeah, I definitely wanted to be ready to be a dad and I def- it was definitely something that I, I envisaged. I think when you become a dad, you realise that what you thought was hands-on is perhaps slightly different, sometimes more challenging, sometimes less challenging in certain areas as well. Um, so yes, I did is the answer to that in short, but whether or not it turned out the way I thought it was going to is slightly different as well because there are there are challenges you didn't you didn't know you'd have, especially once you have three of the things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the things. three three of the yeah. things. It's quite intense, isn't it? Um, talk yeah. to us about your relationship with Kimberly. We've obviously had her on the podcast, and she's you know talked about kind of the ins and outs of it and how you guys got together and stuff. But um, I guess it would be really interesting to hear how you divide the childcare um, and those conversations that went on. Because as I said, I've seen you in operation. Obviously, Kimberly's a really busy career girl. Um, yeah. And so did did you kind of, like like Georgia just said, were you, were you kind of involved in that process or was it just, uh, you know, a given that she was going to be working lots and you were going to be doing the childcare? Well, let's have it right. She is as, as involved yeah. in the childcare as I am. It's just that you see, you see more of what she does. You just don't see much of what she does when she's at home. I, yeah. You see less of the work I do. So I'm also not here quite a lot of the time, yeah. but it's less, I, I, I make it much less public than she is required to do. Um, there isn't really a conversation. It's very much just, right, this is what we've got to do. This is how we're going to get through the day. If you're here, great. If you're not here, I'll do it on my own or vice versa. And there isn't – so far, we kind of we, – we, the system is we tag team it. If I'm here, I'll do it. If she's here, she'll do it. If we're both here, we'll both pick up various bits and pieces around yeah. the house and, and, and with the kids and whatever needs to get done. Um, we actually did the school run together today. That's which, nice. Which was Aww. amazing. And we, if, if ever we're doing that, we know, you know, we're in a nice little, we, well, probably we need to get out and do some work, actually. That's probably <laughs> what it is. Um, <laughs> but but, but we, we basically tag team it. And I think us, what tends to happen for us is we develop habits with what we, with the jobs and tasks that we pick up. Like I do a lot around the house and uh, probably keep the place clean. She's probably more hands-on with the, with the kids and it comes to that moment where you start you start to get slightly bored or slightly you know discontented with your role and at that point you have to be really careful not to lay that on the other person because it, there's there's no time for either of us to do anything ever so you you have to be really gentle with each other when when your roles become slightly frustrating for reasons that are nothing to do with the other person and i think that might be the key for how we manage to sort of just glide through it if you like yeah Yeah. Yeah. I want to chuck some kind of controversial statements at you because we've kind of got you on the podcast today to give a really nice insight into um, how a father's kind of mind or role works within a family we thought you guys are such brilliant communicators but we do hear quite a lot of like 
antiquated views that are kind of chucked about and we probably slot into certain roles which maybe necessarily we didn't want to be in um here's the first one Uh, all of the childcare outside of the family falls onto the mother's shoulders agree or disagree Outside of the family, what do you mean? As in, like we have, we're the ones that have to schedule all of the childcare. We're the ones that have to sort it all out. So, for example, you can't look after the kids, and Kimberly looks after the kids. Who sorts it out in your household? Is it if split? you're both working and if you need bo- to and find we need something yeah. sorted? Usually, the person who books the job second. <laughs> That's <laughs> a great way. So basically, if if she's working and I get a job in on the same day, I'll pick up the child. I'll sort the childcare out. Yeah. Vice versa. That's the way it is. It literally is. We have to get this done as a couple, and whoever's holding the ball takes care of the situation, and that's it. And we don't really we don't really overthink that too much, to be honest. My mum helps out a lot, which sort of puts me in the lead contact with with regards to that. But then we also have a few friends now, especially with the school situation that can take the kids and do school yeah. pickups and stuff like that. So it is literally, and we're, we're equally friends with all of them. Plus, it, actually, to be fair, in the last, since we've picked up that circle of friends, dads haven't really been at work. Yeah, it's been so different. Yeah, so dads are as involved and could easily pick up just as much. So it might well be one of the lads picking up the kids from school just as much as mum. So actually, uh, sorry to like burst that, Bubble. No, I like it. I want to hear no, it's it. Good. No, yeah. this is not what we think. This is not what we think. I'm just really interested to find out what you think about it. And no, with us it's even. And actually, I find it's quite even with a lot of the people, a lot of the parents that we're around in a group with. Maybe you're attracted or, or you're drawn to people who are similar to you. But but it, it, I'm seeing a lot of dads involved now. Actually, do you know what? I think there's been such a shift this year, like particularly on the school run. Like some of the teachers. My son started school this year, so I've got nothing to compare it to. But this year, some of the teachers have said it's really nice to see, like, you know, Partners, dads collecting dads. just as much as mums. And I guess it just depends on the job, you know. Like, if yeah. the dad's at home and because he, he's not been called back to the office or whatever, he's he's at home for whatever reason, he's there. Whereas traditionally, I guess it would have been more the mums. Well, some of the best dads – well, in fact, the godparents to our kids, he – Dan is one of the best dads I've ever met in my life. But he works in the city. He leaves the house at 5am every morning. He gets to bed. He gets home at 8 o'clock at night, sometimes later. And that's him without doing the drinks and all the bits and pieces. So he sees the kids on the weekend. It doesn't make him an absolute father. It's just no. the way it picks it up. You know, like it's, it's not his fault he's never done a school run apart from on days off. But I tell you, when he has a day off, he does the whole lot because he wants to. And yeah. I, do, I, I do think that that's now we're seeing perhaps a more of a shift towards uh, sort of co-working like him and I, which means that we, you co-parent as well. So I, it, does, it depends on the situation. I do think dads get a hard rap then as a result of kind of uh, just, just the circumstances. And then, of course, when it comes to changing a nappy, they've only done two on the weekends. So they probably aren't quite as slick it's not like a formula one pit stop like it would be with mum if mum was doing it because she does five a day because you know but it also could be it could just as easily be the other way around i think i love that i really love that attitude and i think you're absolutely right even down to the nappies and stuff and i feel like it's our responsibility lots of people say to me you know wow like i've never seen a more involved dad than dozer and he's always there and but that's me taking a stand at the beginning and going you know what 
regardless of whether I'm going back to work or not, I still want to have those moments for me. So here you go, here's a baby, you know, yeah. and I would step out and do my own thing. And we have a really, really equal split with stuff. In fact, for a long time, there was an imbalance the other way where I was the one that was going out to work and Dozzle was the one that was here and doing all of the childcare, you know, having to clean the bathrooms and do X, Y, and Z and do the shopping and the pickup. And there was parts of that which he found really, really hard. And actually that balance wasn't quite right for me either because I felt like he wasn't enjoying it and therefore... I was resenting, you know, going to work. I was like, oh God, he's not enjoying it. We've been there as well. So Kim, especially again with COVID, Kim was shooting her, her third series of her TV show and they had to, they're shooting Northern Ireland, which meant she had to stay there for a month, right? And in a, a month, especially with Senna, he's what, he's 22 months old now, yeah. 20, 21 months old. Stuff changed and we developed new routines and I overcame a few situations that we had, like, you know, this, uh, and she'd come home and he's now sleeping a little bit better he's walking a little bit better he's eating a little bit slightly different stuff and she fair play to her just got straight on with it but I wonder do you feel do you like in your do you feel a little bit disappointed to be to be not doing these things to a certain extent because if I was a dad missing out on these things it would kill me yeah you know but it's just circumstances Yes, I think in answer to your question, I did. And so do you, George. You're going through it at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to say, so for the last, well, since my son was born almost five years ago, I've been like the main caregiver, I'd say. I did go back to work in between, but after my daughter was born two years ago, I didn't go back to like a traditional job. Been doing Made by Mamas. I've been at home all the time for the last two years until a month ago when my husband plays football. It's the off season. He's in between contracts. He's at home all the time I've gone back to my traditional job in marketing so he's picking up everything and I think the biggest learn for me has been I didn't realize how much I took on in my head without telling him so there's the clubs are cancelled after school and I'm like you need to go and pick Axel up how do you not know this and he's like I don't know you didn't sign me up to the school email you didn't put my number on the yeah. on the thing, and it's annoying. <laughs> if you're not on a level playing field with that level with that school admin, mm. I, it, it's a disaster being on on with two of us on point yeah. with it. I can't even imagine picking that up cold halfway through a year. That is that's hard work. Fair play to him. <laughs> exactly, but like at the start of you know when he Axel started school, it was always going to be me, so it was fine. He didn't need yeah. to get involved. But I think it's a massive learn, and I would say that to like anyone you know whose kids starting school, you don't realize how much admin there is, but both of you and maybe even grandparents if they can be need to be on those emails because 15 minutes notice sometimes after school clubs cancelled and you're suddenly like "Ah!" (laughs) (laughs) need as many people to see that message as possible yeah and how important does suddenly not sending them in with a snack an extra snack for something you think my kid's going to be the one without a snack Oh god! Uh, and that, it's just it's the it's the worst. Or like a mufti day or something. Oh, you send them a in a jam own. jar. Like the other day, oh, yeah, I got up to school and they were like, "Where are their jam jars?" And I'm like, "I'm really sorry, I don't have any jam jars." Yeah, it wasn't and at she the top made me feel agenda. really bad. And I was like, "Surely you've got some some jam jars?" And she was like, "We have." And I was like, "Well, just give them one then." Like, where do you get jam jars from anywhere if you haven't got any empty things in the house? You got to eat an entire tin of jam for breakfast, just caning <laughs> through it. <laughs> Do you know what though? It's actually the small, like the small things like that. That that amongst my group of friends, most of them, the, the dads are at work and the mums are at home. It's just that's just kind of the way it is. But that is the that's the bugbear. Like that's the thing that. 
that gets their back up, that they take on all of this extra admin and that they don't, you know, that their husband doesn't know about it. But now I'm on the other side of it. I'm like, well, actually it's our fault, like as the, whoever it was who was picking it up for not getting the person involved at the beginning. I was just about to say that. You'd never know. Like you would never, you just think, oh yeah, I'll just take a jam jar into school. But honestly, two years down the line, you would never have known how important it was to make sure that they're on the, on the, on the class WhatsApp thread. It doesn't seem important. No, this it goes back to like a bigger conversation for me. And this goes back to um, how we parent in society these days. The archetypal kind mm. of, you know, jigsaw puzzle that we've grown up with. Maybe I don't know what your situation that I grew up with was my dad was at work. My mum was at home and then she did bits and part time. But, you know, that was the role that I saw growing up. Yeah, and too. that is not the role that we have. And that is not our family setup now. So what I'm saying to you is, is that, you know, are we conditioned to be control freaks as mothers to take everything to, you know, we keep everything, we want to do everything, we want to be part of it, or then we want to have careers, but no one else can do it. We've got to do it. Actually, if we let go slightly and just say like, we're in a partnership here, this person brought this child into the world 50% just because he didn't have a vagina and a womb to house it and do all the rest of it with doesn't mean he is not or she is not completely responsible as well as us, you know? Yeah. That for me is the bigger conversation. Definitely. Do you agree with that, Max? Well, I, I, I wonder, because I can only speak from my own personal experience, um, but I, like you, had the dad at work, mum pick up the pick up the home stuff, which out of circumstance. We don't have that, um, but there are certain areas where this is an example again, where Kim was away and she would never have done this ever because she's ingrained to to to, to do what's right for the kids. So the second time she was away, I was doing the school runs, and that was what was throwing my whole day out because I wasn't getting them, I was having to struggle and rush to get them to school on time. And it it meant that I hadn't finished the dishwasher, they didn't get breakfast eaten properly. I'd come back and be behind for the rest of the day with Senna and the various bits and pieces that I had to do looking after him. And and, and after a while, I I just thought, why why am I killing myself to get them to school on time? It doesn't matter. So on late days, I just drop them off late. And to the point where I stopped even trying to get them on time, they would turn up 45 minutes late to school. This is, this is terrible. You shouldn't be doing this. But I would just be like, I'm not going to stress about this. If it's a tough morning, get the stuff done so that everything runs smoothly. The kids aren't running around completely frantic and losing their minds. And they're a little bit late for school. Yeah, what thanks for your honesty on that. I think it's important to be honest. Yeah. Do you know what? My husband picks up late and it makes, I'm so cross. I'm like on edge. He's got three minutes till pick up. And he's like, they're not going to leave him on the street. <laughs> That's what I mean. What are they going to do? They're, like kick him out. Uh, Kim would be the exact same as, as, as that. She'd be stressed out of her mind. And I do wonder if that is a male, female, mum, dad thing. Because when it, it took me a while to realise it, but I, it, it, it chilled me right out. And suddenly I, I started to apply that to everything. I'm thinking, well, does it, does it, does it matter? Like all these things, it doesn't, as long as they get through the day, it's fine. I wonder if that's um, ingrained yeah. in, the, in the father. Because mm, I know that Kim would not do that. She would, yeah. it would stress her out. You know? Do you think, I feel like as mums, we're more aware of judgment and other people judging. And I don't know why, but we just... Maybe as women. Maybe, maybe I, we as, take it on. As women. Yeah. As, as women. women I don't, yeah. With all maybe due respect, it's like yeah. you, 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 live a, you live a tough life in terms of how you're supposed to look, how you're supposed to present yourself, and then you still get judged all the time. And we could, this is a different conversation. We could go on for ages. No, I like right? it. I like it. So maybe that's where it comes from, you know? Maybe, like We feel yeah. like we have to be perfect. And that 
it, that goes across every aspect of our life, whether that's not being three minutes late at the school drop off or, you know, how we look. It, it, it's kind of like it, it I, is I, in us that we actually, just want to do everything right. Kim, in those situations, one of the things Kim would fear would be judgment from the school itself. Yeah. I walked in, I said, you know, if, if nobody ever asked me why I was late, but if they had have done, I'd have just said I, I left late. What, what did I, <laughs> that's that's why it doesn't it's not going to ruin her job chances when she's when she gets yeah. older right i yeah. i will try it let me be clear i'm trying to get to school on time in these yeah. situations but circumstances at that time allow now that both, we're both here there's no excuses we get them there on time but kim would have been dug out by the school that she'd have been well why and she'd have come home yes. mortified yeah like you know I, whereas me I, it doesn't it, they don't they don't they're probably like you say they're surprised to see a dad there at all let alone whether or not he's I don't know we'll be right back after this short break this Mother's Day celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile whether it's for your mom a mother figure or yourself as a mom find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Do you ever receive any comments from anybody about like, oh, it's daddy daycare and oh, oh are you doing your bit? Like, how do you cope with comments like that, Max? Because just as much as we get them as mothers and as women, what is it, it like what, to it, be on the it, father's it, side of it? It depends what mood I'm in. Go on. Like, sometimes it will make me laugh. Sometimes I'll, 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 I'll take 20. If it, usually it's online, actually. I'll be, there'll be a picture of me with the kids and inevitably someone will write hashtag daddy daycare. I think, and I'll think, some days you just leave it and you don't care, but some days I think, no, I'm gonna this we're gonna teach we're gonna do a lesson here. And be like, no, this is this is parenting. There's nothing to do with this is daycare yeah. will be dropping them off to people who aren't the child's parents. Yeah. I am, you know, I am I'm, an, I'm a parent. This is what that is. And if you're not receiving that, I apologize to you that you should have done. Um so yeah, that really frustrates me. But again, I don't think any nobody really means anything by it. It's just one of these customs that we've become that we become used to. You know, yeah. some people even think it's somewhat of a compliment. They say, oh, look at you, Daddy Daycare, getting involved. It's like, well, yeah. I sort of take your compliment, but I do want to pull you up on the fact that that's parenting. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it, it, I don't need a pat on the back. I'm just no. doing what I have to do. No, the alternative is leaving my kids at, at home on their own. What, yeah. Do, like, <laughs> like, yeah, it was a tricky choice, but yeah. I decided to bring them with me today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what about, you know, when you go to groups? I know, Zoe, you mentioned Dozer when he used to take Isla to groups. He used to feel a kind of a bit of... Bit out, you know, left, oh, left, left on the side, so and people didn't comments. know how to talk to him. How did you? How have you felt going to like baby groups or coffee mornings or you know any of that kind of stuff? I have to say, I didn't do a lot of it because of the reason Dozer was 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 
it was when we lived in London, we had a nanny helping us out. I did. I was traveling an awful lot at that point. So it was, it was necessary. Um, and, uh, and so she, she'd do a lot of the groups and then Kim would do a lot of the groups. And if it came to me picking up a group, cause but nobody was there, I just wouldn't do it. We'd do something else that day. We'd go to right. the park because honestly, it's not worth the, it's not worth this. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I, I <laughs> Please don't like, like. I'm not here to be singled out. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a toy in the corner that everybody's going to giggle at. And it, honestly, it's. I don't think people would, but they're set up so that it inevitably happens because people, it, you know. And the, it, it, on the WhatsApp threads with the with the school classes, it, every single message is started. Hello, ladies. Oh, There's God. like four or five dads on there that just don't like. It, it you just know. it just it just instills this sort of for me. It just instills this society's feelings around the role of the father that it's yeah. always going to be second fiddle, and that's my issue. In fact, if you look at our our system when it comes to, I mean, this is I might go off on a rant here. Our whole kind of like you know parenting system within the courts, the way that fathers are treated. You know, if there's no you know abuse or anything else going on there you know it should like the Scandinavian countries be a 50-50 split from the beginning unless one parent doesn't want to take on the 50-50 responsibilities but it's not it's every other weekend and once on a Wednesday and it's not fathers are not happy with that you know the fathers that we speak to with Doza all his kind of background and history with it it's devastating for them and Mm. the the kids by the way oh of course the kids of course the kids it's I'm 100% back that and I'm so fortunate that I'm not in that situation with regards to my parents or 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 Kim's no. parents or, or us we don't but to watch that from the outside and think it's just it is horrible but I do think it's stuck it is ingrained in in just the way we we talk to each other and these again I think it's a lot I think it's a lot about habit I wouldn't necessarily dig someone out for saying hello ladies on a whatsapp thread it's, no. it's habitual but sometimes these, these are the same people who will complain about the father not being around it's like well well you know, don't don't set these standards over here and then want them changed over there. And like you say as well, if if you didn't want to go to a group, like you you felt like you couldn't go to a group because it was all hello ladies and all geared up for the towards the mums, then surely we're making it even harder for both parents to be actively involved because if they don't, you know, you didn't feel like you could go to those groups. I also think as well, like from say for my husband at the moment, he's, you know, in between contracts, probably feeling a little bit like unsure anyway. Yeah. And then to have these kind of messages put at him right. and he's like, Oh right, yeah, I shouldn't really be here, should I? Yeah. I should And you're already, I should you're already be feeling a little bit displaced yeah. anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. How does yeah. that make somebody feel? And I don't know, like if that was, you know, if, if it was the other way around and I was out of work and I was at a group, no one's going to make me feel like that, are they? Or ask me what I'm doing. They're, ta- they're tailored for you to feel the opposite, in yeah, fact. Yeah, they, they make me feel like I should be there and whatever. But if he goes, he wouldn't feel like that. He would feel like he should be somewhere mm. else because mm. of the way it's set up. Do you know there's another one as well, uh, uh, toilets. So oh, in, God, Ice- the changing. Yeah. in, in Iceland... Not the not the superstore, the the country. The first thing I saw when I got off the off the off the plane, went to the toilet, and there's baby changing in the men's toilets, and mm. that's the first time. My Willow was probably two by then. It's mm. the first time I realised I used to disable toilet every single time, or hide it behind a table or something. It never even occurred to me as someone who didn't have somewhere to change change the baby. How ridiculous is that? Like, yeah. Again, if again that sets it that sets in motion all of these these habits that we have. I don't think it's anyone's fault. It's just 
we need to change them basically or we need to update them we went and had some breakfast in Clapham a couple of weeks ago and we were sitting outside and Kit had done a poo and the guy came over and I said oh um Dos just going to go and change his nappy uh, just confirming there's a changing unit in the men's and he went oh no um it's just in the ladies and I was like well it's not my turn <laughs> and he yeah. went oh right well and I said no it's not my turn I did I did one last night so it's does so what's he yeah. going to do and yeah. he was like no no we are looking at it we are addressing it and I was like okay <laughs> I suppose I'll do it again like it was just like I didn't want to change the poo again but it's, it <laughs> ends up going on you again doesn't it and that's yeah. the whole yeah yeah there's details like that that we could easily start to update yeah. uh, in this in this day and age I mean we're, we're required I, my brother-in-law has a has an incredible theory and ironically he calls it the theory of five dads right and the, and the reason why he says that is because in the 1950s you needed one dad to run the house pay for the pensions, do the schooling, all the healthcare, they're American, uh, healthcare and all that sort of stuff, one dad. We now need five dads to run all the things that we do, which requires a mum, a dad, they need to double themselves and then find something somewhere else on top of that, <laughs> right? So, so I love we, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need to, I, I forget my reason why I made that point, yeah, to be honest, no, but we need to, we need to realise that this is a, that you need at least both of you on point for this. Totally. Yeah. And what, what can women do, do you think? Two separate points here. Firstly, to kind of change, potentially start changing society's view on that role. For example, we just spoke about, you know, getting changing units in men's loos. And I feel like I made a point of saying that when I went to this restaurant in Clapham. And I think secondly, what else? can women do or mothers do to encourage more involvement from their from their their partners uh, when I mean, it comes to parenting if they're not that involved well I mean I think that's 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 the key isn't it this we can talk about infrastructure and toilets all day that's not up to us that that, that takes us actually changing as a culture officially and fully that starts at home and that that does require more you know, tag team, co-parents, whatever you want to do. Add in, I mean, do you know, I'm actually adding my husband to the the group. What there is you that? Go. The school yes. yes. right now. And I'm looking down the list, and I, I there is, in fact, this, that's not a dad, that's a granddad. And other than that, there are no men in this group. Right. So if all the men, forty all the dads, people, forty. So people. If, if all the dads joined that group. Those kind of things suddenly mean that dads become involved. And if dads are becoming involved, they're going to be the ones walking into bars and saying, where's the baby changing? And then that will eventually infrastructurally change what we need to do. So from our point of view and to mums out there, it is about, okay, how do we involve the dad? And it's not about getting him to do something as much. It's about, you know, adding him to the WhatsApp group. And also, but also I think personally, from my point of view, I don't get a hard time if I am at work or if I have done more DIY than nappy changing this week this weekend and I would never give Kim a hard time if I came home and all the kids are in bed but the dishwasher's not done or something yeah I do think going easy on each other makes it a lot easier to do the things you want to do anyway we don't need rewards for these things but just just go easy on it because the opposite of that is going it's not going to work at all and I know I get a pass for a bad day and we and, and likewise the other way around we go really easy on each other so that then when I do decide I want to take the kids to the park or something it's not a big deal I'm not like wanting a medal or anything like that it just is really normal and calm so I I would be loath to give any mother advice on how to further, how to better parent or further involve their the, the father, because it, you know you're doing a good job anyway, just like all the dads are. But I do think, from my point of view, 
the fact that Kim goes so we go so easy on each other makes it easy to parent together yeah I think. that's really nice I want to ask um because I, I feel like you're really good at giving advice to people we hear a lot on made by mamas we get a lot of messages from mothers who have got a new baby and their partner is working you know they're they're the, they're the you know sort of I guess, archetypal look at them, you know, their partners are going out to work. They're the ones that are having to get up early and go off to work for the day, but it's leaving the mother feeling slightly resentful that their partner isn't more involved in the baby in the early stages. They're exclusively breastfeeding, you know, and it's, it's kind of like, what can they do? So I wanted to ask you, are there any things that you kind of took from your sort of early days of being a father that you can sort of impart on people listening and how they can talk to their, to their husbands, their boyfriends, their partners about that involvement? Nope. Um, <laughs> I don't want to know. Uh, <laughs> that was a brilliant question. Um, yeah, right. No, it is a brilliant question. The reason why I say no is because Willow, our first, that happened exactly to me, right? So Maple, it sort of happened to Kim. I was working, she wasn't working so much. But for Willow, our first, I I was still, as, a, as I've mentioned before, I, I, I was flying somewhere twice a week, all the time. And the season before we had Willow, while Kim was pregnant, I had one of the best seasons of my career. I was on everything, in everything. On And then Willow was born and Kim did MasterChef very, very quickly after, which took over her whole life. And then I was at home with the baby. We hadn't got a nanny. We and I, But at this point, I'm sat there holding a baby, thinking a couple of months ago, I was flying around the world as one of the, you know, biggest most marketable faces in my industry doing as well as I could be. And now I can't even leave the house because I've, it's too difficult to get out of the Can't house. even shower. Yeah. You can't shower, can't do any of this. And at this point I was living in Clapham and a bus drove past with my face on it. And I was like, <laughs> like I was I'm covered just, in I, shit now, but I, there's I my just, face on a bus. Yeah. And I thought, and at that point I remember thinking this, this is it. That's my life completely. And my advice to any new mum is it isn't. It isn't your life completely. It, it, this, th- that moment, that, that absolute helplessness and almost prison-like existence around this child goes day by day. And after one month, it's easier. After three months, it's yet easier. Then once they start walking and becoming independent and moving into schools, now Willow's seven years old. She's got after-school clubs. I barely see her at the weekend like you know it doesn't last forever that 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 bit that would be my that would be my thing i mean yeah and i guess as well you know like in sort of a traditional job if you've got two parents or in who are in a traditional job the mother's maternity leave they usually would they usually can take 12 months and like the and a parental leave is like what two, two three weeks four weeks something, like something. Like i mean yeah, yeah. whatever yeah. and and you can choose to share it but I know so many dads who have, you know, who said they actually, yeah, my, you know, my other half will take nine months and I'll take three months off. And it's been frowned upon and they found it very difficult. Yes. So yeah, there definitely has to be it? that shift, doesn't there? In more people doing it. That's another example of the infrastructure that we have. That means you've got a mum who has spent 12 months bonding, learning yeah. and becoming yeah. a mum and a dad who probably has changed 12 nappies in that time because he's been at work the whole time. Yeah. How do you then expect him to suddenly pick up the WhatsApp messages from school yeah. and yeah. know what the snack is or know how much food to cook? All those stuff. Like that's, it's, it's ridiculous. You would have had to have arrested me to get me to work in those first two, three weeks of Willow being born. Oh. You, 
you, you have to you have to take that time. We never got that. You know what? I yeah. could not believe that. And I and I'm happy to call them out now, but you know, the rugby club that Dozzle was playing for, in fact, all rugby clubs in the pre- in the premiership, they do not get paternity leave. Well, Luna no, neither was do football born, clubs. Exactly. Nothing. Luna was born on the Monday night. We went home on the Tuesday morning. He had Tuesday afternoon off, and on Wednesday morning he got up in his rugby kit and went, I'll see you at three o'clock. And I was like, Oh my fucking god! You cannot leave me, and that was his paternity leave—half an afternoon. I didn't know what I was doing. It was my first baby. It was terrifying that that is Mm. still a thing. They don't get to take it, and as you said, neither do footballers. No, Axel was one day old, and James went to Newcastle for two days. Yeah, yeah. I was like, but that's the whole thing, though. But they probably legally can. Like, there probably is a. Legally, they probably. I don't know, but it is a law. I think that. You know, everybody in employment can take, I don't know, two weeks, but no one would ask, would they? Like, no one would ask. They wouldn't dare wouldn't ask. ask. No, you wouldn't that's be what I mean. the They wouldn't yeah. dare ask. That would be it. And, and that's just not right. And I bet there's so many, like, dads out there who would happily take six months off if if it wasn't so like if it wasn't frowned upon I didn't want to take six months off to be fair (laughs) I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't I had I took three months off and I was really happy with that and then I couldn't wait to get back I I can understand that from my perspective by by the time we got to that MasterChef bus going past the yeah window episode I was like I want a bit of myself back (laughs) running out the door Yeah. yeah Yeah. yeah, a very good friend of mine, SJ, who's been on the podcast as well. She sits in the, or she sat on the big seat. You know, SJ, me. She's at Sky News now. She does the afternoon. She's taking twelve months off, and I'm like so proud of her. And I said to her the other day, she said she phoned me because it was her first week back last week, and she said, "Have I still got it?" I was like, "Of course you've got it, but you've just had twelve months. You'll never get those that time back." Like, well done for doing it, because that in yeah. itself is amazing to actually yeah. just take that dedicated time to give everything to your baby I you know I couldn't we lucky we, we we had that so after we were the situation with Senna he's as I say he's 20 he'll be, he'll be two in October Kim was about to go on tour I had stopped work we decided the only way we're going to get through this is you'll go on you'll go on the world tour I will stop work I'll have a come with you I'll do whatever it takes so we went from that me being purely single parent and just sort of helping us through that tour to COVID where we got to stay at home, both parents for the entire time, go nowhere and just watch this thing, this, this baby evolve into what he is now. He's missed out on so much as a result of COVID and babies have, but he has that. And I think that um, people talk about COVID generation, the COVID babies and things like that and what they will have missed out on. But what they've got is two parents at they've home, gained, hopefully, yeah. in, in most situations. And that's invaluable. And all the dads I speak to talk about the, the value of, of, of that, even with kids who are slightly older. You know? Yeah. It's lovely. What a lovely chat. Max, what a legend. I told you he's a legend, George. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, George. She told you. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't believe her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Been proved wrong. I don't care what people say. It's all right, that lad. <laughs> we should have Max on as like guest Q and A for any women that want to ask um, Max a question around their relationship. Yeah. I'm quite happy to give a very honest answer. Good, good. Um, Max, thank you so much. Thank um, you give so that much. beautiful wife of yours a massive kiss for us, and I'll see you I next week. Do. Thank you for having me. 
I mean, what a complete and utter legend. And I love them as a couple. Like, if you spend time with them as a duo, what they have is really special. They are really good communicators. I mean, look, they definitely don't get it right all the time, but there's some really amazing learnings, I think, from that conversation, actually. Um, yeah. And also just, I found it really interesting that that whole sort of society's view on the roles that we take on, and actually, if we want to make a change and make a difference, then we've got to do something about it. Definitely. I mean, it, on that chat, I just suddenly realised I hadn't added James to the WhatsApp group. And, mm. you know, I hope anyone listening to this who's finding the, the balance difficult, it is it is like a good idea to actually think about the little things that you can do to try and make a little bit of a change. Because yep. until all, you know, all every parent is is in a WhatsApp group and, and gets involved in the school admin, until there's changing rooms in both sets of toilets until the maternity paternity leave is equal it's you know we're not going to be set mm. up to be like equal I guess it's not isn't the world isn't, isn't going in yeah. our favor and also just things like the roles within the house and stuff like mm. you know I said to Dawes the other day I was just like I'm sick of being the laundry woman I was like I'm sick of it how's you noticing yeah how, I've had enough I wonder what your notice period is maybe two <laughs> weeks notice period you should give on that I don't want to give two weeks I've had enough of it no look I'm happy to do it but I want I want help with it like don't walk past the washing machine like he does his fair share of everything and I'm the same with the bins he's like I'm not the bin man he was like you can take a bin out you don't just have mm. to leave it and keep shoving stuff in it because you think I'll do it and I think absolutely once we took the heat out of it and we started talking and this just goes back to that communication that if you can talk about things you know I think a lot of women find it really difficult to broach this sort of the, the the balance within the family I think they find it really difficult because yeah. you know maybe their setup looks like their partner is the one that goes out to work and brings the money in whilst they stay at home and does and do, do the maternity maybe also, that's your setup also we've just been conditioned like that you yeah. know like, you know James's mum for instance goes to work she she still cooks every single night she still does all of the cleaning she still does all of the ironing she still does all of the laundry oh, thank she you she probably used to pick up all of the childcare and you know if you've been brought up around that maybe you think that's that's just the way it is mm. i mean I, I, I don't, it makes me exhausted even thinking about it <laughs> how does she do that i have no idea maybe we should get her on the podcast yeah ask. get james's mum on the podcast that could be a bit yeah. awkward for you though maybe i'll take that one <laughs> um yes so really hope you took some some things from that yeah really fantastic to hear it and obviously just keep talking don't we say that george don't we that just keep keep talking it out keep talking what do they say yeah. in strictly come dancing do they say just keep dancing keep it's dancing. the same keep dancing yeah this is exactly the same as always we would love you to rate review subscribe and follow the podcast and please do keep sending us your pictures of where you're listening to the podcast we love seeing them don't we george yes we really do and any guests like james's mum you might want to hear from just drop us a dm we're on at made by mummers or on zoe's channel at zoe hardman and we'll be back on friday insanity group Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.